I'm just sitting on the plane. I, all I'm doing is sitting on the plane. And as you might know, I, I'm antisocial when it comes to flights. And I'm uh, at Bush International Airport in Houston, about to take off back to Indianapolis, direct flight. And on the, on the plane walks the pilot who was who clearly uh, was late to the flight and the other pilot was in there. And this pilot was roughly seven feet tall. And of course, I'm thinking to myself, well, this is like from Airplane when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was Roger. I think he was Roger in the, the, the film Airplane, which Kristen clearly hasn't seen. And I thought to myself, okay, how is a seven-foot man going to fit into what they, I believe they now call the flight deck? I, I wanted to think of the more antiquated name for that area, but I don't believe I can say that on a podcast without a disclosure. Anyway, so it occurs to me this seven-foot person is crammed into the cockpit. <laughs> and and I'm thinking, this is good. This is a good safety thing here because in the event that the wings fail, because, you know, the plane could crash, it could die, and the podcast could end. We wouldn't make it past, you know, 608. He has a big enough wingspan that we could just glide off his brother's arms in to blue skies and pastures ahead. So that's the Pete the Planner show this week. Hello, everybody. Oh, we've got a new member of the show for this week only. It's a tryout. Um, it probably does not go well for him. Ben, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Your second appearance. You were on earlier uh, a few weeks ago, and we love to mock your bedazzled in-ear monitors, which you've then returned to Amazon, and someone else is experiencing your ear germs at this very moment. It's true. Excellent radio. Dame, uh, <laughs> I love this. This is so great. Ben brings in like a high-end mic this morning for this. He's like, no, I used to host a podcast. I love it. <laughs> oh, Dame, how you doing? <laughs> great. <laughs> Perfect. Dame, how was the uh, car festival thing? It was fantastic. It was uh, probably the smoothest one we've had. Had uh, more cars than we've ever experienced on Friday and Saturday. Great weather. Lots of people. I don't think we could have asked for anything better. Fantastic. Kristen, good uh, Labor Day weekend. Any labor? Anything going on? Um, I re I entered full grandma status, oh. and I relearned how to crochet. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. And in uh, pre-show, you showed us a checkbook that's on your desk, which means you are full grandma. Yes. Do you have a rubbery coin purse that's got a buffalo nickel in it? No, but I should put that on the list. Ben, how is it that the rubber full latex uh, coin purse went out of fashion? Because I remember my grandparents having them and thinking they were literally the coolest coin holding device a person could have. Yeah. I mean, my daughters are bringing them back too. I feel like they're going to make a resurgence here. My daughters love hoarding their cash in those rubber purses, like from the dollar section at Target. Yeah. I'm thinking we that's some new swag we could order here at YML. <laughs> For sure. Uh, enough of our tomfoolery. We've got an amazing show today. And we also have big Rick Swink weighing in. Good morning, Rick. Danza, hello to you. Andy, hello. Uh, and uh, hello. Now I'm on my game. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> so today's show is going to be interesting. Uh, it is fantasy football season as of now. Uh, we are in the, the midst of fantasy football season. And Kristen, was this your idea? Yes. Okay. Kristen said, what if we did a personal finance fantasy draft? 
where there are different categories and we all, the four of us, select personal finance teams, whereas there's some categories, investing, debt management, emergency fund, daily money management, and investing for uh, strategy-wise, metrics, social security. And we draft different techniques within each of those. And then we argue with each other about how wrong we are. So uh, we're also going to do a visual for this particular episode. And if I think of it, when I post the podcast, I will actually also post an image. So you can go to PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast and find the episode and then follow along. But that being said, that will increase the amount of time I spend on post-production from two minutes to two minutes and 22 seconds. And I'm not sure I'm willing to invest that in your understanding of what in the heck it is we're doing. Damon, does this seem fair? I feel like I'm being, I feel like I'm being quite uh, congenial. I feel like you just shot down the hopes and dreams of every listener when you said they're not worth an extra 22 seconds of your time. Sorry, Jeremiah. Uh, Christian, I did get a text from uh, Aqua this week that said uh, he felt seen and heard when you criticized my vocabulary, and uh, he too finds it difficult. And then his name was <laughs> was uh, spoken at that very moment. So uh, Aqua says hello. Oh, that was. I'm glad that I'm not alone in feeling. I think it's maybe just a generational thing. I'm not like trying Oof. to call you out, but Oof. maybe it's, it's a generational thing. thing. <laughs> Boy, Ben. Yeah, but, but see, Ben's an older soul than both Dame and I, and he's I don't know, 15 years are you 10? No one knows how old Ben is. <laughs> am I? Am I uh, an older <laughs> soul? I'm not sure. I just want the record to show also before we dive in that I was brought here as a lamb to slaughter. <laughs> like, I think that everyone should be aware of that. I'm not an award-winning financial mind like the three of these people. And I was brought here to embarrass, basically, right? Kristen, that was the premise. No, no, that's not true. I it wasn't it wasn't to embarrass Ben. It was to allow other people to think that it wouldn't be weird if they didn't put as much thought into something like this as the three of us would because we're personal finance experts. Ben is very intelligent. That's how I kicked the whole thing off earlier today. It's just no one expects Ben to know about personal finances. He's in marketing. <laughs> Why did you say very intelligent and did air quotes when you did it? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, buenos dias, Rochelle. Uh, that is Spanish for Ben's going to embarrass himself. <laughs> um, all right. Are we ready? <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. I... It's going to be great. I'm excited about it. Um. I, I was in Houston this week and I had the most interesting Uber ride of my life from Houston airport to my hotel. I, I don't want to go too much into it, but I will say we did drive by a Cadillac Escalade on fire, fully engulfed on the side of the road, about 20 feet away. And as we're driving by the tire stop popping, start popping, the fire truck pulls up. It was intense. Then I get out of the Uber at my hotel and uh, it was about 180 degrees in Houston. So yeah. this person, this, this, uh, was what some call a temple was not built for Houston, Texas. No. <laughs> who, who, who are these people? Who are what people? They call yeah. it a temple. Oh, some people. <laughs> um, calm down. <laughs> Happy Friday, Caitlin Alenius, uh, Kristen's number two fan. 
What? Who's number one? <laughs> uh, ben is. All right. <laughs> I love that we add one more person and the idea that there's now more silence on the show. Isn't that weird? It's not Ben's fault, yeah. but it's the dynamics of having four voices is everyone doesn't want to step on each other. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but that happened when the three of us first recorded our first show together. There was quite a bit of dead air the first time we recorded together. You can just count on me to be quiet back here and wait to be slaughtered. And uh, I'm, just, I'm just in the waiting room right now. I think the, Our, funny, the funniest part is we we explain the concept. Kristen sent like a, a sheet that how we're going to do this. And then as we're introing the show, we force Ben to create a slide that we're going to share on screen here. So as we're saying hello to him and he gives us a hi, he's actually doing work. And so uh, it was lovely. How many picks in does Ben just give up? Uh, <laughs> Auto draft. Yeah, All right. Auto draft. All right. So let me let me actually share the screen here now because and then we'll get ready for this because we're gonna have to sort of do this on the fly. We'll see. What Are happens. we gonna let Ben pick first? No. I I'm comfortable doing that. Can it? Can people see this? Yes. Yeah. It's a generational thing because I can't. <laughs> Ben has a way like Ben and I spend a tremendous amount of time together uh, working and he loves to use the fonts that don't work from a size perspective for me and then guffaw when I can't read it. <laughs> that, that's that's the sort of person he is. I do what I can for you. All right. So here we go. Um, I'm going to have to start the show. I'm going to have to explain. Kristen, do you want to explain the, for the radio show? Do you want to explain how we're doing this? Or do you want me to butcher it? What do you want to do? Oh, I feel like that'll be more fun if you butcher it. Yeah. Okay. How are we selecting who goes first? I think we should take care of that now. Oh, I didn't think about that. Chris Guess first. Ben, ben can go. Okay, Ben goes first. I think it's funny that Chris just noted on Facebook Live that Ben is still in the green room because he's in our green conference room and it, it is a green room. Um, for simplicity's sake, should you just go first, Pete? Because if we're going to snake draft, then we just would go Pete, Dane, yeah. me, Ben, and then back across. Okay. Oh, this isn't fair. Now you've got people on your team defending you, Ben. I don't <laughs> I don't want this. Candace, come on. That's not right. Candace, I so appreciate you. should have you. Candace Thank on you. the show. Delightful. Candace would have been a far superior guest. To me. Fan favorite Candace here in the office. <laughs> True. All right. <clears throat> here we go. What are we going to do? Um, all right. And do you, did you want to tell Ben the times of the segments or just. Uh, oh, yeah. We figure do, it out. do that. Don't mess this up, Ben. <laughs> Write this down. Are you ready? <laughs> yep. So you actually need to run your iPhone timer when I start each segment. Nine minutes and 22 seconds is the first segment. Okay. Nine minutes and 23 seconds is the second segment. Nine minutes and 40 seconds is the third segment. And Dame. Nobody knows if the last one is just it's more than 940. Melancholy. It's also I 940. Know. I know. I didn't. You didn't know that, I knew, I knew the last two were the same. I knew. I know very approximately. So if you've ever wondered, I don't, I probably will get in trouble for this. If you've ever wondered how much radio you actually listen to in, a, in an hour, uh, add there those is. times together and you will find out exactly how much commercial play is in one hour. Uh, but that, Pays for my hair plugs, so mm. let's not judge. I still feel like I'm going to get in trouble for that. Okay. It's on the podcast. He'll never know. One of the first times, so I've uh, done radio for a long time, and one of my first weeks ever was 2009, 2000, something like that. I had a uh, a uh, producer, actually, he was the, the general manager of what was he? What was his title? I should know this. Anyway, my boss. 
His name's Scott Roddy. Really great voice. And he pulled me in, and I'm just being a, a, uh, my general self in 2009, which was probably me cranked up by about five. And I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never actually broadcast. And he was like, you know, because he's, he's using a voice, <laughs> you know, um, you're doing a little too much inside baseball on air. And I was like, oh, he's like, but don't talk about the process of radio. Just do radio. People don't want to hear how radio works and those are our secrets of the dynamics of radio so just do radio and now i have a top one percent podcast that literally is how the sausage is made <laughs> that's sort of funny no take that roddy records roddy was his uh on-air name records roddy do you think there's Great a big crossover name. between uh former radio personalities and uh air traffic controllers just because of the voice that's a good question. I got caught up in ATC TikTok once. Um, and you just listen to like controversial air traffic controllers talking to pilots mm -hmm. when there's incidents and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not really TikTok. It's YouTube. Fascinating. Fascinating. Mm -mm. Ben, what's the weirdest that you can talk about on an air YouTube <laughs> rabbit hole that you've gone down? Uh, I mean, just yesterday... Someone on our team shared a video about sports. It's mm -hmm. uh, we like two, sports. two rather nerdy guys joking about how they like sports. And so That's I definitely started diving thing. down into some nerdiness there. Dame, weirdest, uh, weirdest YouTube rabbit hole. I don't know what the professional name is for this occupation, but it's somebody who takes care of uh, like cows' hooves. Oh, that grosses uh, me out, man. Yeah. Uh, Kristen, weirdest YouTube rabbit hole. I don't watch YouTube. Jeez, you're the worst. I mean, I'm really, sorry. For I someone don't... I like so much, you're the absolute worst. <laughs> Thanks for adding to the content of the show, Kristen. Yeah. I, I don't you, participate. You can always count on me to bring nothing. Yeah. Ooh, I have one. Pimple poppers. That's oh, it. Oh, oh, that's so deep. And you're like these like ridiculously oh. abnormally large abscesses that they're like stop i'm gonna have to know. put a, a warning on this show <laughs> uh my favorite is uh indian head massages you're walking down the streets of india you 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 go into this booth this guy pours this spiced oil all over your head and for 40 minutes rubs your head and that's my favorite thing to watch and you just watch somebody have their head rubbed yeah <laughs> yeah i do as a it, it's very strange, but don't knock it until you try it. Watching or doing? I don't know. I, okay. I might have to get a spiced oil Indian head rub. Uh, reunion. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're doing for uh, one of the activities. I know. Okay. Let's. Yeah. I think we have a listener left. Let's let's start the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, man, explaining this is going to be interesting. But you know what? That's why I went to a liberal arts school. Let's go. In three, two, one. This week on the Pete the Planner Show, we answer your money questions. Here's how the show works. You email us, askpete at petetheplanner.com. That's askpete at petetheplanner.com, and here's what will happen. If we've got another segment idea, your email will get punted at least a week, and then we'll read it on a future show. Very special episode of the Pete the Planner Show today. Welcoming back my normal co-host, Damian Dunn. Hello. Hello, Pete. Kristen Alanius, hello. Hello. And a special guest 
on the show this entire episode, I think, unless we kick him off in the fourth for no good reason. Ben Battaglia, also from Your Money Line. Hello, Ben. Hello. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. Okay, so here's what we're doing on the show. We are doing the personal finance fantasy draft. So it is fantasy draft time. People gather around with their friends, eat jalapeno poppers, and drink Michelob Ultra, and they select groups of men to play against each other on Sunday, and then we add up points and feel like we have some ownership over these people's own professional accomplishments. And so in a personal finance sense, what Kristen has done is she's put together a game And we are going to draft strategies in eight areas, maybe nine, nine areas of a person's personal finances. So here are the categories. There there are strategies as well. If 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 you're struggling to follow along, it's okay. You can go to youtube.com slash Pete the Planner and the visuals for this will be there. You can also uh, find visuals at Pete the Planner. Here are the categories of the strategies we will select from in this draft. Investing for retirement, debt management, emergency fund, daily money management, general investing strategy, metrics, social security, transportation, and healthcare. All right, so what we have to do, all of us is, in each of those categories, we have to draft a strategy, and at the end of the show, we will say who has the overall best financial strategy based on their draft. Kristen, will you be keeping track of the picks here? Um, I don't have access to the slides, so I don't know how I would be keeping track of the oh, picks. Oh, man, this is going to be awkward. All right, so <laughs> someone, then, since you're keeping track of this, the, the, okay, so I have the first round pick. I know my categories, and I am going to choose, in terms of retirement investing, uh, I don't have to choose that, Cordy, but I, it's where I'm selecting first round pick is a pension. I'm choosing a pension <laughs> as my number one financial strategy, given that only about 10% of the population in the private sector has a pension. So that is off the board. No one else can select it. Dame, you have the next pick in the first round. Well, you've already taken my 1A pick. That was also my first round, first pick, because that sets up so many other things for success. Uh, yeah. I am I am also going to... Mm, boy blows up the rest of my strategy. You know what? I'm going to go emergency fund, six months of cash. Emergency fund, six months of cash for my number one draft pick. Kristen, that's a solid, solid pick there. Is it? Uh, Oh, here's the thing. Kristen, you created the game, so you've spent hours trying to figure out how you're going to do this. So what Uh, is your first pick so we can all make fun of you? uh, So as far as investing strategy... I would like to choose 100% equities. Wow. Wow, that's a that's a bold move, Cotton. Uh, all right, so investing strategy, 100% equities. Where, where I don't see on the, the thing that Ben created, I don't see it on there. It's not. <laughs> you hit, hit escape. <laughs> so Ben's not even messing up the segment. He's actually messing up. There all it right. is. <laughs> all right, we're back. Okay. Now, um, we've got Ben, your next pick. This, this is a lot to ask of me. As a non-financial <laughs> mind, I, I'm overwhelmed, which is how most people feel about their money. And I am going to go with a 60-40 investing strategy. 
Solid. <laughs> Terrible pick. It's not. <laughs> well, I mean, Ben's in his younger 30s, and his first round pick is a balanced portfolio uh, for a retiree. So, whatever. All right. Ben, what was gonna, what? what was his other choice, though? What do you mean, what was his other choice? 100% bonds or money market? He had to pick something. You That's and fair. I, like, That's I'm fair. in I'm trouble because trouble. you've got a pension, and now I have to choose 100% bonds or money market. Good point. That was actually strategically well done. Ben, it's a snake draft, so you get the first, second round pick. Oh, wow. Okay. I would choose the... I'm going to choose debt management, the highest interest rate method. Okay. Man, he passed on momentum method, shotgun method, and then minimums until lump sums present themselves. He passed on those for the highest interest rate method. Uh, so now, Kristen, it's back to you. Um, I think I'm going to go with a retirement investment strategy. I think that I'm going to choose the SEP IRA. SEP IRA. That's a wonderful choice for you. Dame, what are you thinking here? Uh, what, are, what are you thinking? I have to take 100% bonds for investing strategy before I get stuck with money market. So uh, investing <laughs> strategy, 100% bonds because I'm in trouble uh, in that area. So already my draft is not looking so hot. Here's the funny thing. Uh, Dame, it's currently, he has six months of cash and he's got a, a money market retirement strategy. <laughs> so um, he'll be fine. Inflation won't affect him at all, guys. He'll be completely fine. Kristen, this is either the best segment slash show we've ever done or possibly the worst because of the lack of visual for the radio audience. But so far, I'm loving it. I, it makes a great television segment. Um, <laughs> all right. It is to me. And we are going... Uh, I'm going to draft from the metrics category and I'm going to choose power percentage. I'm going to choose power percentage. And I, I passed on net worth, passed on debt to income ratio and passed on real rate of return. All right. Well, it's my pick again as the nature of snake draft, which is why this is so fantastic. I will take debt management momentum method. Oh no. I'll take, <laughs> we'll take debt management. I'm dominating the personal finance <laughs> draft here today. Um, all right. So if you just joined us here on the radio, let me tell you what we're doing. We're doing a personal finance fantasy draft where we chose nine categories of personal finance, retirement investing, debt management, emergency fund, daily money management, general investing strategy, metrics, social security, transportation, and healthcare. And what we're doing is each of us has to select one of four strategies within each of those categories to build this financial life for ourselves. So for the rest of the show, here's what we're going to do. We're going to continue to draft. Okay. We're going to continue to draft. And then at the end, we're all going to have these financial lives we've created with this fantasy draft. And we're going to compare and see, all right, which would actually lead to the best financial outcome. That will likely be segment three of the show. Don't fast forward. Don't fast forward. There's no need. And by the way, if you have a radio, that feature is not available. All right. <laughs> So where are we? Uh, Dame, are we to you? Back to me. Uh, my first round pick for those of you that are just catching up was six months cash for an emergency fund. Uh, my second round pick was uh, just an absolute uh, panic move, 100% <laughs> bond investing strategy. I'm going to go with 401k for retirement investing. 
<laughs> at this point. Oh, no. Oh, no. That leaves Ben with Roth IRA. It leaves Ben with Roth IRA. Oh, Ben's in trouble. This is great. Ben's uh, fine. <laughs> Kristen, last pick uh, until the break. What is your pick for this third round? I would like to choose healthcare and I would like to choose a PPO, please. Ooh. PPO for mm-hmm. Kristen and healthcare. The other category, the other strategies that she could have chosen from an HMO, catastrophic or hope and a prayer. Hope yes. and a prayer. So let's do this. Let's take a break. Everyone collect themselves. Uh, and we, we will come back and we'll continue our personal finance fantasy draft. Easy for you to say. And then we will ridicule each other to see who has the best financial life and who doesn't. That's all right here on the Pete the Planner Show. I'm, well, I'm Pete the Planner. See, Ben, that's nine minutes and 22 seconds. That's how that works. Well done. That was impressive. Uh, oh, Rochelle with the major flex in Facebook Live. <laughs> Not the brag, double pension household. Yeah. Wow. 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 I can't even imagine that, honestly. My next draft was a 401k, and I am feeling very bitter about it. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I, you know, here's the thing I can't tell. I, I'm loving this segment, but I can't tell whether it works or doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, will this work on the radio? Well, that was what I told Dame yesterday. I was getting cold feet about it because of radio. And I, well, I mean, we did it, so. <laughs> it, so... Ben, I don't, Dame, you likely know this. Kristen might, Dame, or or Ben definitely doesn't. I had a television pilot that I shot once. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ben, do you know of this? I do not. Yeah. I was going to have a tell an actual broadcast television show. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, it didn't get picked up. But this would have been amazing on that show. (laughs) Well, man. I, you know, I do, I like, I, I don't have a lot of regrets and I actually don't have regret around that. I do have a level of disappointment because it was like, I'm telling you it would have worked. It w- the show would have worked. In fact, actually I, I screen tested for a show, a money makeover show on like a cable network and I didn't get that. But then this other one was just basically the television Pete, the planner show where I do what we do here on television and that pilot didn't get picked up either, but I'm, I'm telling you it would have, it would have worked. And you had segments on uh, some national morning shows uh, that were, I mean, this yeah. was all happening like right when I joined the Pete the Planner empire. Yeah. And I, I remember hearing all the, hey, this is potentially in the cards. And then none of it came to fruition. And I thought, man, who did I hook myself up with? Yeah, 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 exactly. I will say this, uh, the Good Morning America segments were fun. I sort of traveled around the country and kicked adult children out of their parents' houses. Yep. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> But I did it with kindness. Yeah. I was just ahead of my time. But I also, to be fair, Kristen, and we, we you know, I've talked about this, like I, the need for me to pursue individual yeah. media stuff sort of went away, you know? That's fair. Maybe. Pete, Pete you could still uh, self-produce uh, a show of you kicking adult children out of houses. I, I'm, I'm 100% sure there's a market for that on YouTube. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. Is our chart yeah. up to date here? Yeah, I I, we were going a little quick for you, Ben. I apologize. Yeah, not only do I have to play in a world that I have nothing about, but I have to live track it all. <laughs> you know, um, I think the irony out. of this whole thing, and uh, the, our listeners don't yet know Ben uh, John Benjamin Battaglia, but 
Ben is literally one of the smartest people you will ever meet in your yes. entire life. And we are bringing him into a world of kryptonite. And it's wonderful. Uh, I, love, I love how uncomfortable you are right now. You know what? I'll tell you, Ben. This is payback for the last two weeks of you openly reading lines from my first book in the office and on team meetings, of which I say really stupid things. This is payback, my friend. You know... That would have been an interesting category if we would have had oh. SP the planner quotes and we all had to pick one that we lived by for the rest of our lives. <laughs> they are the most cringe worthy. They're cringe. I'm not even playing when I get mad at Ben at reading those because they are awful. Ben, don't read one right now or I will literally kick you off the show. I will not. But just for the record, we have team shout outs every week and I've made it my mission to work one <laughs> Pete the Planner quote from 20 years ago into every shout out once a week. So I'm committed at this point. are awful. Have you Googled some of his like press photos from the beginning of his career? Wow, bringing photography into this. That's another level than the written word. Guys, this is a podcast. I would for your team your team meetings just to be able to like put them as inspirational backgrounds over the the quotes over the inspirational backgrounds. I, I think I can help you out there. This sounds aggressive, and if there's kids wa- listening with their parents right now, I do want to just maybe plug their ears or ask them to leave the room for a second. I'll give you a moment here. Okay, I feel like I'm in the clear. I hate you guys. <laughs> um, okay, bring the kids back. Bring the kids back. We don't say the H word in our house. Mm. The H word in our house. Mm. Okay. Pete, I have, I have an insight. You drafted two... You drafted metrics and mm. uh, both a metrics and a method before drafting actual like stuff. Finance, yeah, but actual <laughs> money in your bank account. I'm fascinated by the, your belief in the power of like metrics and methods. To well, I, pick, I pick strategies. I've picked he picked, strategies. He yeah. picked his own stuff. Yeah, exactly I did, I did so. think that. Anything trademarked by you has been selected in this draft by you. Hey, my patent attorney's excited. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's keep going. Okay. Um, mm-hmm, okay. In three, two, one back on the Pete the Planner show. It's the personal finance fantasy draft. If you missed the first segment, just <laughs> turn on easy listening. Like maybe just turn the channel because it's a little confusing. Here's what we're doing. We've taken nine categories of personal finance that that you and I as as individuals have to keep a, an eye on and investing strategy, general metrics, social security, things like that. And then in each of those categories, there are four distinct set strategies. And there are four people co-hosting the show today. So that is to say, we, we're, we're putting together this financial life fantasy style. And at the end, the third segment, next segment, we're going to see whose financial life is the best based on this fantasy personal finance team they have drafted. Kristen, how, did I explain that well or no? You did explain it really well. And I just want everyone who's listening to know that Damien is very focused right now on his next pick. He is petrified that his team's going to be worse than Ben's. <laughs> okay. Dame, I'm, you've oh, go ahead, Ben. I'm up with a double pick now. Yeah, I just want everyone True. to be clear. But I am okay. next with two okay. picks in a row. That ben, I've been two picks in a row. 
I am going to draft an HMO in my healthcare. I have four children and I would prefer an HMO to catastrophic or a hope and a prayer. So I will take an HMO, please. Okay. And then you get another pick. With my second draft pick, I will pick a one. I'm between $1,000 cash and a cash purchase of a car. And I am going to pick... A thousand dollars cash in my emergency fund. Okay, mm. man, oh, no. I, I feel like this is going to go more for me. Mm. <laughs> All right, I, Kristen, you're up. This I, is this is not good. I feel like I'm in trouble. I'm definitely in trouble because there are a few that the only options left are so bad that I am at to the I'm to the point where I kind of feel like I have to avoid them, and so I'm going to go for um a daily money management technique. And I would like to use the lazy man's budget, please. I'd like to be more inclusive and call that the lazy person's budget. Yeah, fair enough. Although men are typically lazy. So <laughs> it actually is. All right, Dame. Uh, by the way, uh, Kristen, you passed on cash and carry envelope method, mm-hmm. balance spending, which is when you just look at your bank balance and then make a decision to spend. And then a hope and a prayer, AKA no budget whatsoever. Yeah. You passed on those. All right, Dame, you're up. Uh, I'm uh, being pushed and forced into this pick a little earlier than than I wanted to, but I don't have much of a choice. I got to take what's left. I'm going with catastrophic health care just to make sure my family has some some protection, <sighs> which is better than what is left and now falls to Pete. I mean, it does take that off the board because he's stuck with it. He doesn't have to pick it, so he can True. go aggressive on something else at this point. <sighs> All right. So I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going cash and carry envelope method. I'm going the the Dave Ramsey method of budgeting. <laughs> the world just dumped upside down. <sighs> oh my gosh. This is these are the perverse incentives you get on this show is that Kristen just made me select the Dave Ramsey carry cash around an envelope system for managing my money. This really the, I think the show just jumped the shark. um and then i'm gonna go i'm going emergency fund method line of credit yeah yeah because six months cash was gone a thousand dollars cash is gone right and then i didn't want to choose 401k loan because then the entire bizarro world would be activated all right so uh dame back to you uh, I'm I'm picking a fresh category. I'm going Social Security full retirement age, sixty-seven. Oh, no. What a boomer mm. choice that was. Seventy-two. Who put seventy-two here? That's an <laughs> ingenious twist. <laughs> it is an ingenious twist. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm up, and I still need a metric to live my life by. Ideally, okay. <laughs> um, but transportation, I feel like potentially is an underrated category here. And I would like to choose cash purchase for transportation. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you just join us on the show, especially in the radio show, because there's various ways that you can consume whatever this is. Uh, we are doing a personal finance fantasy draft. There are nine categories of personal finances. And each of the four people hosting the show today have to select one of four strategies in those categories. And at the end, we're going to tell you the characteristics of the financial life it created and then argue whose financial life is better or worse. 
And while we brought Ben on the show today to be the everyman, the novice, the the um, dimwit, if you will, <laughs> I'm starting to feel okie doked into the fact that I may have the worst financial life here, <laughs> based on our draft. Okay, who is up? What's going on? It's me with another double pick for a snake draft. Am I allowed to ask for a consultation here? You all said age 72 social security is some sort of trick question, and I have no idea what sort of trick that is. Can well, I, I, I would be I phone a friend here? Yes, you can. You have to ask Kristen because she's the one that came up with this. I put that in there because it seems like it would be something that would not be advantageous, but I and Dame, I think we like to view social security as more of insurance. And we think delaying that benefit is actually really advantageous for most people. So while it sounds like it's worse, like you have to work until you're 72, it's a strategy that we are actually really in favor of. Well, here's the thing. You don't have to work until you're 72. You can retire whenever you want and live off the investments. But your social security benefit stops compounding, stops growing at age 70. So you're needlessly delaying your social security benefit for two years. Yeah. Just doing without it for two years. That's what was confusing to me. I see. That's fair. That's fair. Because it's, you're getting a much higher benefit, but you are willingly going without for two years for with no additional benefit Uh, at all. I mean, some of these aren't great picks. You guys, that's the nature of the game. Speaking of not great picks, Ben, you're up. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to go age 65, Social Security. Oh, oh no. Jeez. All right. And then you have a double pick. So what's your second pick? I do have a double pick. 36-month loan transportation. Oh, man. Okay. So you just said no. Cash purchase of a car was already picked. You chose 36-month right. loan. And the other two choices are 84-month loan and ride share. <laughs> uh, so which include Uber, line bike, and scooters, so, though, for that matter. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris, you're up. <clears throat> I'm going to choose a metric to live my life by, please. And I would like to choose net worth only because power percentage has already been taken. And I do not want to use real rate of return as the metric to live my life by. So, Yeah, it's tough when the best personal finance metric ever created was off the board so early. <laughs> power percentage yeah. created by, let me go to the Wikipedia page. Peter Dunn. Okay. Uh, Damon, you're up. <clears throat> I, I am going to also take transportation. I'm going to go with rideshare because I'm no, going to move to no. Mackinac Island and I'm not going to need a vehicle. <laughs> I've got a terrible, terrible situation here. Your financial life is not good, Pete. I, I know. I know. This is, I don't like this. The, <laughs> new segment. Well, let's go to user or listener questions now. Dear Pete, <laughs> I have, okay, halitosis. Um, okay. I don't know where that came from. I'm up. I am going. I am going investing strategy. I have no choice there. Social security. I have no choice there. Transportation. I have no choice there. Healthcare. I have no choice there. I am in a corner, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to go with money market as my investing strategy. <laughs> All right, though. Just claim it. Name it and claim it, Pete. Why didn't you put put cash in a chock full of Nets coffee tin <laughs> and buried in your backyard? Uh, I could have gone with that. And then since I have a double pick. I'm going with my healthcare strategy, which is called hope and a prayer. Hope and a prayer. All right. So quickly, Damon, Kristen, if you can pick uh, with the 30 seconds we got left, that would be great. Uh, I will take uh, metrics. Uh, I don't know which one Kristen picked, but I'll take one of the two that's left. <laughs> I don't know. That's, it's not important. Social Security, age 72, please. All right, Ben, are you tracking these? I got uh, it. I'll take uh, debt to income ratio for mine. 
All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, recap, finish the picks, and then we're going to go through our financial lives and see who has the best one. This is the personal finance fantasy draft here on the Pete the Planner show. I'm Pete the Planner. We'll see you in just a bit. Um, Kristen, since, did you pick 62 or 72? Sorry. I picked 72, please. Thank Great. you. Um, do we want to just finish out the last like round since it's basically nothing and not take radio time? That way the third segment can be like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay, so it's Ben's got two picks now. Okay, so I... Uh, wow, I really thought I had more time. I am going to go with... I'll edit out this part where Ben <laughs> thinks way Stop. too hard. Thank you. About Sorry. I'm, I'm going balanced spending. Okay. And then I have to go with Roth IRA. Man. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so I need either a debt management technique or an emergency fund. My emergency fund is a 401k loan. So that's horrendous for me. A debt management strategy. Shotgun method is left, right? No one yeah. has. Dame didn't pick Just that. Take them okay. both. Yeah. Take, take whatever you want. <laughs> So I'm going to take the shotgun method. Please. All right, Dame, take your two. Um, I, that leaves a uh, hope and a prayer for daily money management for me. And uh, Ben, there's some other singles that are left on there that you can fill in, like metrics for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and investing uh, for retirement for yourself, you can fill in as well. Now even the podcast is switch over to Joe Rogan. <laughs> I know. Who's 84 month loan? Me stuck with that, Pete. For transportation. Yep. And uh, social security, I've got age 62. And Pete has 62 for it, yeah. Okay. All right. So, Ben, you finish that up. It's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Poor Ben. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Jamie, finish that up. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. Um, I don't know if that's a reference to. Joe Rogan. Sorry. Joe Rogan. He's, he's always talking to his producer. I was like, Jamie, pull that up. Jamie, do this. Jamie, do that. I, I've, Jamie, do we have that? Never that listened to the, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. Actually, I have one episode. Who did I listen to? Who did I listen to? It was like a three-hour interview. But are they all three-hour like interviews? Three they're, they're all multiple <laughs> yeah. hours. Yeah. Who has time for that? Okay. Um, okay, let's go back. And we're going to read people's financial lives on the air. Um, well, we're going to start with the guest, Ben. Actually, we're going to go Dame, Kristen, Ben, then me. Dame, Kristen, Ben, then me. Okay. And here we go in three, two, one. Back on the Pete the Planner show. It's the personal finance fantasy draft. We drafted different strategies within nine different categories of our financial lives. And now we have complete financial lives. We are these entities that choose these strategies in these various categories. And we are going to tell you what it looks like. So here's the order we will go. Dame will go first. He will tell us in each of the categories are, what are the strategies he's employing. Then Kristen will give hers. Guest host Ben will give his. And finally, I will take the last shred of credibility that I had left away and I will read mine. So Dame, we're cramming all four of these reads into this. So where are you from a strategy standpoint? All right. Uh, for my investing uh, opportunity for retirement, I've got a 401k debt management approach. I'm rolling with the minimums until a lump sum presents itself that I can put towards those balances. Emergency fund, six months of cash. That is incredibly conservative and the best pick on the board. Uh, daily money management, hope and prayer. 
hope and prayer. It's going to work just fine. You know, it's one of the most popular methods out there. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and the masses can't be wrong. Uh, investing strategy, pretty conservative guy. I'm going 100% bonds, but I can uh, choose different levels of risk in there as well. Uh, metrics, debt to income ratio. It's a horrible pick. I got to be honest with you. Uh, Social Security, full retirement age, age 67. Solid. Goes right along. Uh, and transportation, ride share, because I won't need a car in retirement. And healthcare, catastrophic because it's better than a hope and a prayer you know what dame that's uh, not bad there, there's not, ebbs and flows but th- <clears throat> there's i mean i'll tell you your strongest things you got going are the 401k six months of cash full retirement age and i would argue ride share especially in the, the line of scooters yeah. might be the best pick on the board i i think i've picked something that's actually kind of reflective of who I am pretty conservative. I mean, obviously way more conservative than, than I would intend to be or am, but uh, I don't think this is too un- unbelievable for me. Kristen, you're up. So for my retirement investing strategy, I chose the SEP IRA because the contribution limits are much more generous than the other Sneak, options. Sneaky good pick, sneaky good pick. It, it was, and I felt bad for Ben on that one. So the debt management, I chose the shotgun method, which is this idea of you kind of just round up balances or round up your minimum payments and pay extra on a lot of different balances. Still, a, it's, it's not okay. a bad strategy, but it's not the, mo- the most strategic method I could have chosen. My emergency fund, however, is a 401k loan, despite the fact that I didn't choose that, which is a little ironic. Um, Daily money management, the lazy man's budget, the best one out there. Investing strategy, 100% equities. We know that's who I am as a person as well. My metric is going to be net worth. Um, And then social security age 72, which is kind of a good but a sneaky bad pick at the same time. Transportation, cash purchase, which we're all pretty big advocates of here. And then healthcare is um, a PPO. That's solid, Chris. That's it is. I'm trying to look here. What's the worst thing you got? And 401k loan emergency fund is is the worst thing you have, but everything else is pretty good. Ben, here uh, I go. How's it look? Investing strategy by default. I was robbed of the prior three, but Roth IRA is okay. my strategy. Sure. That, that'll be great. Nice, modest retirement starting <laughs> yeah. never. That'd be great. <laughs> Uh, debt management, highest interest rate method, which I feel decent about as yeah, an option. Yeah, uh, $1,000 cash for my emergency fund. That felt better than the alternative, so I snagged it while I could. Balanced spending for daily money management. Uh, investing strategy, 60-40, which again, wanted something uh, that wasn't wildly unaggressive. But Dame, my- on this one here for a second, you've been keeping track of the history of Mm-hmm. The 60 40 portfolio for a number of years now, it's not that far off 100% no. equity portfolio. No, I know I could, was mocking it earlier. But. If you had a uh, adverse risk tolerance, a 60 40 portfolio would still serve you very well. Good to yeah. know. I t- I'll take that to the bank. Metrics, real rate of return, <laughs> social security, age 65. Uh, Took that despite age 72 being sneaky. It was just too much for me to tackle. So 65. (laughs) Uh, Transportation, 36-month loan. I really wanted that cash purchase, but Kristen snuck it out right before my draft pick. And then HMO, uh, have a bunch of kids, so didn't want to be stuck with catastrophic or hope and a prayer. All right. Now I'm going to give you my financial life that I've drafted, and then we are all going to argue to the death as to who has the best and who has the worst. I I start off pretty darn strong. I got a pension. I got mm-hmm. a pension. Grandpa Dunn would be proud. 
Uh, my debt management is a momentum method. Mm -hmm. uh, Dave Ramsey would be proud. Um, <laughs> emergency fund, a line of credit, right? I mean, not the greatest thing in the world. Not, not the greatest, but certainly better than a 401k loan. Daily money management. Cash and carry envelope method. Once again, <laughs> bald man in Tennessee right now is, is feeling a lot of pride. Uh, money market is my investing strategy. I just don't trust the markets. I just don't <laughs> trust the markets. Well, you've got a pension. Yeah. I just don't trust them. My metric, I chose the best one ever created, power percentage, which is the amount of your monthly income percentage-wise that goes towards increasing your net worth. Uh, some would say it is the best metric ever, bigly. Social Security age 62. Well, here's the thing. With my pension and my Social Security at age 62, that's a lot of leisure. A lot of leisure. I will find myself in a, in a, a clothing optional community in retirement. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You guys, coffee got weird today. Transportation, 84-month loan. Ooh, that one stinks. That one, that one's no good. And healthcare, hope, and a prayer. But I'll tell you, the... The burdensome nature of clothing can lead to a lot of healthcare issues, which is why my retirement strategy worked out. So can melanoma. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're on LinkedIn. Andy, I forgot. We're broadcasting on LinkedIn. Um, you're going to retire at age 62 with no healthcare. That seems like a solid and no check. And no clothes. <laughs> you know what, you guys? <laughs> okay, so let's go through and say who has the worst financial life that we've just described. Ben, you get a vote. Who do you believe has the worst financial life? Oh, I do get a vote around here. That's great. Uh, I'm going to go Pete. I think I think Pete's life just uh, between money market investing and Social Security age 62. I know you have a pension, but that 84 month loan, I just don't think I don't think you're going to make it. Kristen, worst I life. It's definitely you, Pete. <laughs> I hate this. This is the worst show we've ever done. Uh, Damien? Do I have to say it out loud? If, if you want to continue on the show here, yes. It, it's you, Pete. You are the man. <laughs> okay. You know who I think has the worst financial life? You. Me. <laughs> <laughs> man, I got okey-doked. <laughs> All right. Who's got the best financial life? Now, I think they're going to have some different votes here. Who has the best? Who's just described the best financial life? It's Kristen. I'm going first. Oh, well, fine. I'm going Kristen. Yeah, it's, it's Kristen. I, did, I don't think there's any real strong argument against it. It's Kristen. Ben? I was on the fence between Dame and Kristen. I think it, it, I'm a solid middle, but I think I will go Kristen in the end. You know what? Where Kristen, I think, snakes Dame on a couple things. 100% equities crushes 100% bonds. Mm -hmm. And the SEP IRA is such mm -hmm. a sneaky, great pick. Like You could argue it should have been the first pick there. Um, Kristen, can I assume you think you have the best one? I also think that I have the best one, yeah. <laughs> did anyone else, Damon, did you notice that when it comes to our stock picks uh, contest that Kristen's blowing us away, and then when it comes to this, that she's blowing us away, and I'm in last place in both of those other contests as well? I was really hoping you weren't going to bring up stock picks or our relative positions in either of those contests. Sorry. It has occurred to me that my utility on this show is simply aesthetic. Yes. 
Yeah. You know, especially on the radio. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, coming up after the break, uh, this this menagerie is over. We're not doing this any longer. <laughs> we are going to do biggest waste of money of the week. Ben, do you want to stick around for that or do you have to do things? I'd love to stick around. Okay. So you get to guess uh, next to the one thing Kristen's bad at, which is guessing biggest waste of money. Uh, and then we're going to hit the news and you can make witty uh, repartee uh, about what is going there as well. All right. So if you missed any of this, go to PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast and you can watch the game board get filled up as we go. All right. Up next, Blom, biggest waste of money of the week in the news. I'm Pete the Planner. I, I think it was good. I think it was good. But I think if I listen back to this and don't watch it, that'll be the real test of like, is it too confusing? Uh, I think it was a little confusing. I think we could have done a little more pre-show planning on it. Mm-hmm. Pre-show I, planning. Uh, <laughs> Caitlin. <laughs> but I also, so my other idea was to do where you we have to rate picks in a category blind. So like you wouldn't have known that the retirement investing category was like SEP IRA, 401k, etc., Ben would give it to the three of us, give like, say, okay, 401k, do you want to rank it one through five? And we would have to rank those blind. It's a much shorter segment, which I think is easier for an audio only format. So that's my fault. Hey, we did our best. It was a good time. I had fun, but I can come back next year as the commissioner and guide the draft. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you create a slide. Perfect. That's my real utility here is not representing the people. It's slide management all right so i've got to get ready to share the screen and start the final say let's get going because i do believe we have to do some work today as an organization mm-hmm. let the other 25 people work or whatever right we'll just have some fun okay um let's start in three two one this week's biggest waste of money of the week right here on the pizza planner show is Drink simple maple water. When most people think of maple trees, they think of syrup, but they also produce water, a clear nutrient-rich liquid that flows through the trees in the early spring. An excellent alternative to soda, drink simple maple water turns this natural elixir into a tasty, flavorful, and health-boosting drink packed with 46 plant-powered electrolytes prebiotics and antioxidants it's faster hydrating than water naturally low in sugar offers anti-aging effects reduces oxidative stress and improves vo2 max and athletic aerobic performance available in four refreshing flavors orange cream raspberry lemon tart cherry vanilla and blackberry lemon as well as in its original form okay so you all the 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 package of this is you get 12 you get 12 cans 12 ounce cans 12 12 ounce cans it's 144 ounces of maple enjoyment how much does it cost for 12 things okay i'm going to start with the worst guesser in human history 
Right on. If you were at the mall and there was a giant jar of jelly beans and you had to, for a, a seven day vacation with your family, guess what was in the jelly bean jar? And the, let's say the jar is a 55 gallon jar. Kristen would guess three jelly beans. <laughs> That's a little harsh. Okay. Four. Kristen, how much does it cost for a dozen drink simple maple water cans? Uh, $42. All right. Dame? Uh, $28. And John Benjamin Battaglia? $60. Okay. Now, you guys know how this show works. Uh, ben, hopefully I know. You, hopefully you know how this show works uh, as you are tasked with marketing it from time to time. Actually, not really. Um, I do that myself, and that is why no one <laughs> listens. <laughs> there is a honor system about this show. Uh, especially when it comes to this segment, that if you know, you have to say, oh, I actually know this. Like Dame has raised his mm -hmm. hand various times and said, I actually know this. And so he guessed last or, or whatever. Um, but to guess as though you don't know, but actually knowing would be a true violation of the spirit of the show. Yes. Does Ben know? Is that what we're getting at? I'm getting at the fact that someone has has brought a great shame to this show today. <laughs> Someone has, in effect, spit in my face because I have spent literally seconds coming up with the biggest waste of money of this week. And someone ruined the entire segment by somehow knowing and not sharing with us that they knew exactly how much this cost. To buy a case, which is 12 cans of Drink Simple Maple Water, it would cost a person $42. Shut up. That's not real. I did not <laughs> guess that. <laughs> Kristen has committed a great crime upon our show. I mean, I know why you would think that because I am the worst guesser in the world, but you also have to think about the market for beverages like this. And I am the target market. Like people my age are drinking, what are those like Olive? pops and all sorts of stuff and i have a general idea of how much those things cost but i've never seen this shame upon your household <laughs> come on i can't you guys give me this one time <laughs> <laughs> you know and as the treasurer of your hoa i would oh probably my. ask that your neighbors look at you <laughs> i have on good authority that you've embezzled landscaping funds <laughs> how, dare I... you? how dare you dame what's in the news I'm this week U.S. employees aren't doing so hot. In fact, they're the unhappiest they've been since the start of 2020, according to a new report from HR software company Bamboo HR. The finding joins a growing list of recent surveys showing that workers feel unmotivated by and disengaged with their 9-to-5 jobs. We don't know how many times the average employee rolled their eyes during their daily stand-up, but we do have other striking data points that reflect growing worker dissatisfaction. Of the 57,000 workers across 1,600 companies polled by Bamboo HR, employee sentiment dropped 10 times faster since January 2023 than in the previous three years. Another gauge of worker motivation from the ADP Research Institute hit its lowest level in August since June of last year. Bamboo HR reports uh, find uh, points to a lingering health and economic impact of COVID, layoffs, and the return to office mandates. Employees in the tech industry, where RTO mandates have been on the rise, recorded the sharpest decline in happiness over the past three years, negative 145% if you're keeping score at home. And many are deciding they'd rather quit the commute. For example, 
when Grinder, Pete, you're familiar with Grinder, uh, the dating app uh, told all 178 employees to return to the office at least two days a week last month. Roughly 45% of them resigned. They couldn't go in two days a week. Uh, and a Deloitte report from August found that 66% of remote workers would quit their jobs if they had to go back into the office five days a week. Kristen, is all this talk about quitting with full-time RTO something to be concerned about or just bluster? I think it's definitely something to be concerned about because the other side of that story is I have friends who were hired to be remote employees who think that they might be forced to go to their office. And I don't think that that's in good faith. If you were hired to be a remote employee saying, now, if you were someone who they were like, if your employer said you can be hybrid and that was maybe loosely defined or you were originally supposed to be in office and now they're calling you back, I think that's different. But if you were hired as a remote employee and someone is telling you then that you have to go to the office, good for them. Pete, you've got feelings about this topic. Where do you stand? (laughs) Ben, Ben, what are your thoughts? (laughs) I think it's all about expectations to Kristen's point. If you had those expectations from the beginning that you were going to be fully remote and suddenly they're pulling the rug out from under you, I can understand that. But if there was a lack of clarity, then rightfully so to feel frustrated about it. What else is in the news this week, Dan? General Motors made a counteroffer to the United Auto Workers Union proposing a total 16% pay increase for top wage earners in its plants and a 56% hike for newer employees who make less, the company said in its statement. UAW President Sean Fain reacted quickly, saying the proposal is, quote, insulting. The pay raise is slightly higher than what rival Ford Motor Company company offered the union, but is still well short of the 46% raise that would result from the UAW's opening bid. GM also included $11,000 in inflation protection payments, a shortened period to the top wage, and better pay for temporary staff. Uh, Quote, after refusing to bargain in good faith for the past six weeks, only after having federal labor board charges filed against them, GM has come to the table with an insulting proposal that doesn't come close to an equitable agreement for America's auto workers, Fain said in a statement. Quote, GM doesn't care or isn't listening when we say we need economic justice. The clock is ticking. Stop wasting our members' time. Tick tock. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I think public wage negotiations like this are really difficult to pass judgment on uh, because we don't have all of the context that the two parties have. And when aggressive statements are made publicly, it takes advantage of the fact that people don't understand the context. And so I, like, I always find that disingenuous, whether it be, uh, you know, pilots, unions negotiating publicly or auto workers or teachers. I think it's just, it's unfortunate that people negotiate on either side in the media because at first glance, it seems like a a reasonable offer. I mean, that, that's a pretty good wage hike. But since we don't have the context to pass judgment on it, and all we get on the other side is that it is insulting, it's it's really it's really hard. But I guess that's the nature of uh, the labor movement. Maybe I don't know. Is that is that Ben? How do you view that? I mean, you went to school in Michigan, so you basically um, are management at GM. Basically, I'm an auto worker. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree with you. I think that it's uh, it's a rough. Uh, they're playing the game of public perception here, yeah. and hard for us to know exactly what the behind the scenes story is there. 
All right. Well, Ben, thank you for joining us for the entire episode of the show. You may get invited back if both of these folks get some sort of communicable disease. Kristen, thanks as always for coming up with the game. And Dame, thanks for being you. Send you good vibes because good vibes are all that's in the budget. And I'm Pete the Planner, and this was the Pete the Planner Show. Woo! Man, that was like a the Odyssey. Well, a 103 minute show, but or probably an hour and three minute show. I'm not good with math. Sorry, it's Friday. I'm out of math. Ben, this great job. A lot of, this is a lot of work. You all are talented. Well, it's Kristen like, and Damar. Yeah, this is. I uh, that was great. Thanks, Kristen. That was fun. Good job. I don't know if it's going to come off. I'm just being honest, but I really liked it. Yeah, I feel the same way. I also don't want to hear if people liked it or not. Like, if you don't like it, don't let me know. Like, just no, lie to me. Be like, oh, no comments. Me. No comments. When I don't, don't want to comment on something, I don't comment on it, right? That's fair. Uh, Dame, good to have you back after a little car festival situation there. Great to be back. All right, guys, let's go work. We've got uh, 15 days till the end of the quarter, uh, working days. Let's get after it and, uh, and, and go do it. So everyone else, thanks for being part of this. Thanks for getting a little bit uh, deeper in a relationship with Ben today. I know he appreciates it. He likes friends. And everyone else, stay getting money. <laughs>